In the name of the loving, life-giving, and liberating God, who is Blessed Trinity. Amen. Have you ever felt hysterical in your life? It may not be a very familiar emotion to you. It seems like we feel it more often in youth than we seem to as adults, although parents may feel it too. I'm not sure yet. I'm going to find out. But there were a couple of times early on in pregnancy when I got so tired that all I could do was cry. And I was like, oh, this is what a toddler feels like. It was quite an experience. But I wonder if we feel something similar when we look at the world around us today. I know I feel something like this hearing last week that another young black man was killed at the hands of those meant to protect and serve. We mourn Tyree Nichols, beaten to death by fellow people, those who were meant to keep us safe. And all I can think is how? How can this happen? How can this be the world that we live in? I think that's not an unfamiliar emotion to humanity. Those who Micah spoke to, those who Jesus spoke to, also felt this in their own world. In Micah, we even hear God's lament joined with our own. My people, oh my people, what have I done to you? How have I wearied you? I who freed you from enslavement and protected you, How can you let others in your community suffer, or worse, cause their suffering? Now, lest we think this is only for Israel, Micah, God, through Micah, pushes it forward to us as well. Because Micah says, God has told you, O mortal, what is good. That O mortal, right in the middle, is kind of stilted to us. But in the Hebrew, That is the word Adam, the thing that we have made into the name Adam, but which at its root is nothing more than a designation for all created beings. Person of clay, one made from the dust. In Micah, God is certainly lamenting over Israel, but God also laments over all of creation over all the people who cover the earth and choose to bite and claw at each other instead of upholding one another in community. It leads the Israelites to something of hysteria also. The Israelites exclaim in the midst of this, what can we do? How can we ever make atonement? Should we sacrifice our best upon your altar? Should we not withhold even our firstborn children, the fruit of our womb for the sin of our soul? It's not something God ever asks of us. And so God's quiet voice cuts through our noise and our hysteria. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, 
for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for justice's sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. This blessed that is used over and over again is actually just like what you might see on social media. Hashtag blessed. It gets a little silly on social media, and it becomes something syrupy sweet. A look how fortunate I am. Um, it can be more sincere, but it, in my experience, it usually isn't. But it's carrying the same meaning. It means fortunate. Fortunate are those who are poor in spirit. Fortunate are those who mourn. That doesn't make any sense. Why would they be considered fortunate? They're in the midst of such travail. It's because God has all of those people in God's hands. God's kingdom has come near through Jesus. And in the kingdom of God, all of these things are turned upside down. They are made backwards because all of those people are cared for by the one who loves each of us. And if you are not currently on the bottom, if you're not currently suffering, then God has a calling for us as well. God says to us, be merciful, be peacemakers, be those who hunger and thirst for justice. Micah knew this truth just as well as Jesus did. He says, God has told you, O person of clay, O precious creation, God has told you what is good. Do justice, love kindness, walk humbly with your God. It is easy to look at the world and feel overwhelmed, feel like there is never going to be anything we can do to make anything better. But God tells us that we can, that God has already started that path that will bring all of us into a new creation. Though we live in a world that is broken now, a world where we turn against each other and hurt each other continuously, hope is never lost. God is calling us wherever we are, to be God's hands and feet in the world, to start opening windows to the kingdom of God in our own lives. That can be small or large. It doesn't have to be these big things that happen. It is living faithfully day after day, because that is what Micah is talking about 
uh, when he says love kindness. That word is hesed, which we talk about in our Ruth study. That is living faithfully, living with mercy, living with loving kindness. It has so many more meanings than we can contain in one word. And we can do all of this because God has given us the power to do so. As our presiding bishop, Michael Curry, put it, we can choose to be the Good Samaritan who doesn't give in to despair or hopelessness, but gives all that she has, regardless of class, race, or belief, to help those that she sees along the way. These don't have to be big acts. They just have to be faithful. And I think that's something that all of us can find within our reach. If we will lean on the God who tells us, don't worry, blessed are the merciful, they will receive mercy. Blessed are the peacemakers, they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for justice's sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is here and now, and we can live there. God invites us in. Amen. Amen.